morning, friends. Today is Monday, the 25th of January, 2021. Today we commemorate the conversion of St. Paul. Our readings are Psalm 19, Isaiah 45, 18 through 25, and Philippians 3, 4b through 11. I will give you as a light to the nations, that my salvation may reach to the end of the earth. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Creator, to set forth God's praise, to hear God's holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation. And so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship God, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. God has shown forth their glory. Come, let us adore them. Come, let us sing to God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to God with psalms. For you are a great God. You are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours for you made it and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before God our Maker. For you are our God, and we are the people of your pasture and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice. God has shown forth their glory. Come, let us adore them. Psalm 19. The heavens are telling the glory of God, and the firmament proclaims God's handiwork. Day to day pours forth speech, and night to night declares knowledge. There is no speech, nor are there words. Their voice is not heard, yet their voice goes out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In the heavens God has set a tent for the sun, which comes out like a bridegroom from their wedding canopy, and like a strong person runs its course with joy. 
Its rising is from the end of the heavens, and its circuit to the end of them. And nothing is hid from its heat. The law of God is perfect, reviving the soul. The decrees of God are sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of God are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of God is clear, enlightening the eyes. The fear of God is pure, enduring forever. The ordinances of God are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and drippings of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant warned, in keeping them there is great reward. But who can detect their errors? Clear me from hidden faults. Keep back your servant also from the insolent. Do not let them have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless and innocent of great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, O God, my rock and my redeemer. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Reading from Isaiah. For thus says God, who created the heavens, for God is the creator, who formed the earth and made it, God established it. God did not create a chaos. God formed it to be inhabited. I am God and there is no other. I did not speak in secret in a land of darkness. I did not say to the offspring of Jacob, seek me in chaos. I, God, speak the truth. I declare what is right. Assemble yourselves and come together. Draw near, you survivors of the nations. They have no knowledge, those who carry about their wooden idols and keep on praying to a God that cannot save. Declare and present your case. Let them take counsel together. Who told this long ago? Who declared it of old? Was it not I, God? There is no other God besides me, a righteous God and a Savior. There is no one besides me. Turn to me and be saved, all the ends of the earth. For I am God, and there is no other. By myself I have sworn. From my mouth has gone forth in righteousness a word that shall not return. To me every knee shall bow, every tongue shall swear. Only in God it shall be said of me, our righteousness and strength. All who are incensed against God shall come to God and be ashamed. In God, all the offspring of Israel shall triumph in glory. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle L, a song of Christ's humility. Though in the form of God, Christ Jesus did not cling to equality with God, but emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, and was born in human likeness. Being found in human form, Christ humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted Jesus and given Christ the name above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, 
and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Savior, to the glory of God the Creator. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the letter to the Philippians. If anyone has reason to be confident in the flesh, I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day, a member of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew born of Hebrews, as to the law, a Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to righteousness under the law, blameless. Yet whatever gains I had, these I have come to regard as loss because of Christ. More than that, I regard everything as loss because of the surpassing value of knowing Jesus Christ, my Savior. For Christ's sake, I have suffered the loss of all things, and I regard them as rubbish, in order that I may gain Christ and be found in Christ, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but one that comes from through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God based on faith. I want to know Christ and the power of Christ's resurrection and the sharing of Christ's sufferings by becoming like Christ in Christ's death, if somehow I may obtain the resurrection from the dead. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Let us affirm our faith together. We believe in God, the nurturer and teacher, from whom is named every family in heaven and on earth. We believe in Jesus Christ, begotten of divine love, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with that love. We believe in God, the Holy Spirit. She strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, source of all being, love incarnate, spirit of truth. Amen. Just a few quick thoughts on the readings today. We here in America are in a very interesting place. We are on the cusp, on the threshold. We've been talking about this a lot lately, friends. And I think there are some important things that we need to do in our personal and communal spiritual process and our readings today talk about them and who better to talk about a conversion of faith than St. Paul, right? <laughs> so in our reading from the letter to the Philippians, he says in verse seven, yet whatever I gains I had, sorry, let me start that over. Yet whatever gains I had, these I have come to regard as loss because of Christ. And he goes on in verse 10 to say, I want to know Christ and the power of Christ's resurrection and the sharing of Christ's sufferings by becoming like Christ and Christ's death, if somehow I may attain the resurrection from the dead. And there are so many meanings, but the meaning to me personally, and I think to us as a nation at this moment in our particular context is that it is time to unlearn those things that have led us to desolation as a country. And it is time to follow the new way of Christ, 
the way of love and that we need to enter into this knowledge of Christ and there are doorways to or entry points, however you want to think about it, to this knowledge through suffering. And we are suffering as a nation. So while I'm not saying to wallow, I'm saying that we need to lean into the suffering and through it encounter Christ in our suffering, encounter Christ, and then begin the process of unlearning or uncovering the soul, both our personal souls, and then also the spirit of our nation. Most spiritual teachers that I have found to be helpful all speak in some way or another about unlearning or uncovering the soul. I mean, this is everyone from Sue Monk Kid to Jung to all of the, the spiritual, all of the Celtic spiritualists. And I think it's time for us to do that as a nation. We've talked before about tearing down what needs to be torn down and rebuilding anew. And so I think we need to go through this painful process of looking at each layer as we peel it back, but then peeling it back and casting it away. And then I think we have room for learning something new. In Psalm 19, we're told that all of creation is telling us the story of God. I mean, I would even say that there is scripture written in nation, in nature. <laughs> there is scripture written in nature that the holy word of God is alive and active, as it says in Hebrews, in the very earth itself, in creation, made by God. And that we can through a return of connection to and being in rhythm with creation, relearn those things that our souls and our spirits, again, both personally and communally, need in order to form the basis of the new way going forward. Isaiah forty six eighteen tells us that God did not create a chaos, that God formed earth to be inhabited, so the blueprints or the sheet music, however you want to think of it, because I think the story that's being told is very musical, is there. It's in our DNA. It's in the structure of the earth itself. And when we get back to this, I think we come to that, that rock of salvation that, that scripture talks about often. Um, that bedrock, that firm footing, that security, that place to go forth from. My son and I went yesterday for a, a hike on a trail that goes over lots of rocks and along shoreline. And you pretty much clamber up it. And Jack said to me, I think my spirit animal might be a ram. I just feel really at home climbing over these rocks. He had found in that moment harmony with himself, with nature, with using his body the way God intended it to be used. And I think 
especially right now in times of pandemic and insurrection, we've been withdrawn. We've been isolated. And I think we desperately need to to really embrace two things at once. Once, One is introspection, and that's, again, both personally and communally. I really think everything we undergo as individuals, we can rightfully assume that the community is undergoing too because the community is made of individuals, right? So one is introspection, and the other is this learning process that we've been talking about, this unlearning, relearning, right? And I really believe that the way we do this is by both looking inward and outward with God's eyes. So looking in at ourselves and looking out at our community and we'll realize, I think, that that view is very similar that there's not so much of a delineation between self and community as we, the rugged individualists of America, would like to think. And that can be scary, but when we walk towards that fear, when we embrace the fact that we are inextricably connected with each other, I believe that we can begin this transformative process as a whole and unified nation. And I'm really hopeful for that. So that's my prayer for us today is that we would embark on this perilous and wonderful journey together. Amen. Our prayers begin on page 12 of the Iona Abbey worship book. Into your care, O God, we place those whom we love, those for whom we worry, those from whom in time or place or affection we are distant. Into your care, O God, we place what grieves us and what inspires us and fills us with hope. Into your care, O God, we give ourselves. God bless to us our bodies. God bless to us our souls. God bless to us our lives. God bless to us our belief. Let us share the prayer that Jesus taught us in our own language or preferred version. Our creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your dominion come. Your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us in the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. May the blessing of light be upon us, light without and light within. May the moon, sun, and stars shine on us and warm every heart till it glows like a great fire, so that strangers and friends may come in and find welcome. May light shine out from our eyes like a candle set in a window. And may God bless us with goodness and loving kindness. Amen. The Collect for this, the third week after the Epiphany. Give us grace, O God, to answer readily the call of our Savior Jesus Christ, 
and proclaim to all people the good news of Christ's salvation, that we in the whole world may perceive the glory of God's marvelous works, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. collect for Mondays. This one I'm making up on the fly. God, as we go into this week, knowing not what it may bring, let us open our hearts to you, fix our sight upon you, and ask you humbly to set within us the direction that you would have us take this week. Give us, O God, a clarity of mind and a braveness of spirit. Kindle within our hearts the hope of unity. Place our feet on the path you have set before us and let us go forth in compassion and patience. Amen. Let us use as our prayer for mission the prayer attributed to St. Francis. God, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. Let us in this moment of silence lift up, circle in love, and hold in the light those whom the Holy Spirit has placed upon our hearts to pray for. Amen. Almighty God, giver of all mercies, we, your co-creators, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And, we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips but in our lives. By giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. 
Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved incarnate that when two or three are gathered together in Christ's name, you will be in the midst of us. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Savior Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. The wisdom of God, the love of God, and the grace of God strengthen you to be Christ's hands and heart in this world. In the name of the Holy Trinity. Amen.